and welcome back to the Dullcast podcast with myself, Chris Durkin, and joined, of course, by Adam Harvey as well. How are you doing, Adam? Oh, very well, thank you, mate. It's been a long time, a few weeks off, but we're back and raring to go. I think you've got a new job since then. Yeah, that's uh, that's been a factor in it. Yeah, just just uh, just joined uh, sort of the local newspaper in Norwich, where I'm based, and uh, I'm covering covering Norwich City uh, for them. So yeah, it's been a bit of a, a bit of a manic few weeks with uh, all the football and uh, not watching Norwich. Fortunately, pick up their first point uh, last weekend, which was a uh, which was a nice sight to see. I was going to say, it probably makes a change better talking about Dalcast Dal Square today rather than talking about Norwich. We've only got one point in the season. We've started the season much better with three wins and one defeat. Let's talk about them now then. So that first game of the season, it's like one of those things, what, how are we going to do this season? We're going in quite confident as a team. 7-2, what a statement to make to the rest of the league against Farcom. Mark Watkins on fire that day man of the match performance three goals in the first 32 minutes then he added one more before half time to make it four goals in his first half and then in the end Don then scored two more goals uh, as well and they got two more back towards the end of the game but 7-2 victory what a game to start the season Adam yeah, obviously, I, I was speaking to uh, Simon before before this game on the podcast, and you know we we're kind of talking about how we saw this game going, and and you know we want a positive start to the season, and seven goals, you know the two the two main men up front, but obviously there's been a lot of hype around those in the preseason. You know they've both been scoring a lot of goals, and everyone's sort of hoping they could bring that form into the league, and ultimately, yeah, six six goals between them, um, as you say, four for for Mark Watkins and. That's exactly what we're going to need this season if if we're going to you know try and challenge for that title or you know cups or whatever it may be. We're going to need those goals from those front men and, and ultimately they've started the season very well there. Yeah, they've started the season in great form. We're going to get on to the rest of their goals in the next few games, but it is key to have two players up front scoring goals. If you want to be winning leagues, if you want to be getting promoted, they are key into the team, aren't they? Yeah, obviously we had we've had Nick on the podcast before, and he was talking about you know sort of his sort of route into non-league and and that you know he's taken steps down to come and play for for Dal Square, and you know ultimately they are two players that we all hoped would be too good for this league, and I think on the basis of that first game we could see the quality they brought to the team, and ultimately as you say any 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 team that wants to win a title is going to need at least one striker who's bagging in goals, but to have two is a is a huge plus. Well, yeah, it might be the Celtic days back for the time that was controversially. Who, who, who was it that said, oh, he was big and overdoing himself when he said he used to play for Celtic? We had that someone. Was Keo, wasn't it? That yeah, was Keo. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe he did. Look at that. Great scoring ability at the start of the season. We're going to come on to the rest of the games. The second game wasn't as good, though, was it? It's probably one we want to forget. And they're going to be the main rivals, aren't they? Laham and Kempton, 6-2 defeat against them wasn't a great way to start the season, was it? Obviously, missing a few key players for that game. Uh, Gavin Miller, Jake Holt and Eddie McKinley all missing for that game, which I think is probably obviously a factor in it because, you know, they're all crucial players in in what Simon's trying to put together in this this team. But at the end of the day, you know, it's one of those that they actually could almost use that as a positive. As much as it was a negative day, I think you could probably look at that and be like, right, we weren't defensively resolute enough. 
Um, and normally, I think as we're going to come on to talk about the, the next two games, we have been defensively much more solid. And I think, you know, that is only the team that are now top of the division as well. So they're probably going to be a team that we're going to be looking to challenge over the course of the season. And hopefully we'll be able to get revenge later on in the season. But as I say, I think that's, you know, it, it has obviously it was not a good day in terms of the result. But I think there's definitely still positives to be taken from that game. Yeah, it started off so well, didn't it? Putting ourselves 1-0 up in the opening minutes of the game, but then 4-1 down at half-time and it's sinking. Where do you then come back from there? And it's such a shame because I think they are going to be the main rivals for the season and they've started the season flying with four victories, scoring 22 goals for themselves and only conceding three. And if you compare that to us, we've scored 17 goals and conceded 12. And we've got five goal difference. They've got 19 goal difference, if that maths adds up right. And looking towards the end of the season, even if we beat them um, at the return leg at home, we need to also be thinking about goal difference in some ways because it doesn't look like they're going to lose to another team. No, I think that's probably a factor in it. You know, they, they looked a strong outfit on the day and they are definitely going to be, in my opinion, the strongest competition that, that we're going to have this season in terms of trying to achieve the goals that we've obviously set ourselves but yeah, it's one of those, as I've, as I've already you know, put on record, I do think there's a lot still to be taken from it. Uh, it's obviously only the second game. The team hasn't completely you know, got used to each other yet. Obviously, as we've spoken about, pre-season was, was grueling, but maybe not. As, in Simon's opinion, you know, he, he hoped for better games against more tough opposition. I think there's still a lot, a lot of learning and, and you know, trying to gel this team together that's you know, gradually, as we've seen in the last two games, is slowly coming together. And I think if we'd have played these maybe a little bit later, on in the fixture list, maybe the result would have been different. So, yeah, I think there's still a disappointing result at the, at the time. But, yeah, I think we can uh, only hope that we can get the revenge later on in the season. Yeah, I think, I think that's such a good point because I think it could be one of those factors that pre-season in some way was amazing and we won all of our games. But in, you also want to probably experience a really challenging game. You want to maybe experience a defeat as well. We're going into it with maybe over expectations and overconfidence winning all our games. It was a breeze in the first game of the season, 7-2. And then boom, we get we come against them and lose 6-2. And I think it's just one of those things, probably needed a few more competitive games against better teams. And Simon was trying to get that all through the summer. Um, but we ended up winning all our games. So it's probably the factor. Now, the next time we play them later on in the season, we're going to be prepared. We know what they're about. We know this is a massive game. And I think also, we went 1-0 up in the first few minutes and then you can, the game just so easily swung to go 4-1 at half-time and then your heads are gone and you think, oh, wow, where's this come from? So I think it's going to be massive next. Um, we, know, we know what we're going to be going against later on in the season and at home at Abbey Road. It's going to be interesting to see um, that result there. But then Spirits were back, game three, back to winning ways. And this was what an entertaining game it was. The first game back at home, and wow, the players didn't disappoint, did they? A spectacular game. 1-0 up, then it went 2-1 down, then 2-2. Then Dawn then scored a third before half-time to make it 3-2. Parrish made it 4-2, but then they scored two more goals to make it 4-4. But the two main men up front, two more goals. Watkins scored from the penalty spot. And then Dawn made it his fourth of the game to win 6-4. What a game to start at home, Adam. 
Yeah, obviously, as I said about, you know, the defensive resolute factor, obviously, he weren't quite so defensively solid in this game, but it was an entertaining game and one for the spectators that, you know, I'm sure they all enjoyed who were there. Obviously, more importantly, obviously, that, that was uh, the, the week before where we signed uh, Ian Selly, obviously, former Arsenal player in the 90s. Um, so, you know, that was a huge, huge player to be bringing into the club. You know, that's a bit of sort of, what's the word, kind of a bit more of a, I'm trying to think what the word is. Um, it's, he brings a lot of sort of hype and expectation and excitement in terms of what he you know can add to this team. He's obviously a player who's got history of actually playing in the top top divisions in England as opposed to you know someone who's just come through the non-league. So that's obviously an exciting player to be bringing in and obviously had a huge impact on this game. Um, as you said, you know, it was very much a roller coaster ride of up and down emotions, you know, winning the game, losing the game, pulling it back, and then eventually, you know, two late goals, as you say, that effectively done enough to to seal the three points. And that is a huge, huge result. Uh, again, after the defeat, you just want to grind out a win. Obviously, I think you'd have taken any win at that point, you know, 1-0, scrappy 1-0, even if you didn't deserve to win. But just to get that another three points on the board, it keeps us, you know, well within striking distance of the teams above. And, and that's the main thing. Yeah. So, the, yeah, it's massively important win that 6-4. And just to come back from the defeat, it's impressive and just the way the heads could have easily went when the other team came back the 4-4 but then 10 minutes to go managed to score those two goals and it's really impressive and there's two strikers then it was the end of the month it was the battle who should get player of the month but Watkins came out 50% of the votes what did you think of him um, over September? I think probably marginally marginally deserved it based on uh, what I've read and what I've heard. You know, I think his performances have been, you know, up and above what we could expect. But it is incredibly harsh, obviously, on the rest of the team because there's been a lot of players there that have, you know, put in some really good performances. And even, you know, even the Don up front, you know, we've obviously, we've seen what his goals, goal scoring record is in terms of the first three games as well. So, it's obviously going to be a tight one, but I think, you know, the fans have obviously made their decision and, and 50% of the vote is uh, is fair play. You know, you can't you can't argue against that. So he, he probably deserved it on that case. Yeah, I will say Watkins did get my vote on Twitter, but fair play to Don. He's then come back firing. Two goals in the next game and the start of this month. 2-0 victory. And after 60 minutes, 0-0, red cards... Down to 10 men, we're thinking, what are we going to do? Heart and mouth time. But then Don steps up, two more goals for him. One from the penalty spot, which is interesting because we saw Watkins scoring a penalty late on in the previous game. So then for Don to then take a penalty himself. So that makes it seven goals for him this season. Um, what a start to the season for him himself as well. Yeah, I'd say a brace to add to his... Uh... His record, obviously, he's got that 30 goals, isn't it? I believe, uh, agreement with uh, the Dallas Square Supporters Club in is it Scandinavia, I believe. Um, so that's sort of, he's obviously still got that in the back of his mind. Um, and he's definitely going the right way towards achieving that, I would say. You know, his goal record is is pretty much sort of what about two in every game at the moment, I would say, on average. So, uh, yeah, I think, um, he looks like he's on course and yeah, he deserves uh, all his uh, praise he's been getting and, and maybe he is trying to get that that player of the month award for uh, for October because uh, I think he definitely wants it back in terms of, he probably felt slightly hard done by in terms of the September award. 
I think for him, he might have been thinking the last game in, in September, he scored the four goals. But say Watkins did the four to start the season and both of them been playing so well. But as we've spoken to Don, they love playing with each other. And it's not really that competitive edge. They just love playing with each other. And it's great to see that. And I think we might be speaking to Watkins maybe next week, which would be really interesting to see his perspective on the start of the season. Because it has been a good start to the season. And that defeat did take us by surprise. And it's going to be interesting now. Early on in the season, it is. Adam, mate, let's hear some predictions. Do you think we can somehow get that top spot back towards the end of the season? I hope so. Obviously, a, a big game now now coming up this Saturday against uh, Shelford away. Hopefully, you know, if we can we can put another good result together, um, hopefully score some more goals. I think, obviously, that's going to be a factor. There is a lot of goals in this league, you know, it seems like there's a lot of high-scoring games, a lot of high-scoring results. So we just need to keep matching that, uh, you know, focus on our own business, ignore the noise that everyone else seems to be creating around the league. I mean, I remember going onto Twitter after after that defeat and we were getting quite a lot of uh, banter or stick from from other supporters and other players of, of opponent teams. So I think just ignore that, you know, focus on ourselves and we'll be fine this season. We've got the players, we've got the two strikers in form and ultimately the whole squad is is looking strong and, and Simon uh, we trust. And Simon we trust, we do. And that banter was funny, wasn't it? And it kind of does show they do see us as the threat. They do see us as the team to be beaten. They see us as that team that's expected to go up, that has the players, that has the managers. So that's why they were so excited to beat us. And I think gave us a few stick, even mentioned in the podcast, didn't they? They're thinking, oh, I can't wait to hear the review. So we made sure we didn't see one. <laughs> so then they couldn't give us any stick. But we are back, of course, after the victories. And as you say, this game coming up on the weekend, Shelfen has only played two games so far, but they have lost both of those games. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if we can keep that run of defeats with them going, going into the weekend. And we'll be reviewing it next week, won't we, Adam? We will be indeed, yeah. We'll be back. Hopefully, with a normal kind of regular schedule upload of a Thursday or a Friday. Um, so yeah, keep keep your eyes peeled, and if you know if there's anyone you want us to particularly get on the podcast in the coming weeks, then let us know in the comments on Twitter, and we'll we'll try our best to get them on. Exactly, get involved in the podcast. It's been great having you guys listening and hearing how everyone's enjoying it. So thank you very much for all those reviews. And we're going to be back, as we said, hopefully maybe with Mark Watkins to hear about his start to the season and award him the player of September. Um, and yeah, it's going to be great to see him next week and looking forward to maybe seeing you guys down at the stadium sometime soon. Anyways, thank you for listening. Goodbye.